Welcome to the Crazy Confidence Podcast, where I'm going to help you explore areas where you can be more confident in your body, in business, in motherhood, in friendships. We're going to talk about it all. I'm ready for you to stop falling asleep to your life and start living the life you were called to live with confidence. I'm your host, Nikki Wilson. Let's get to the show. Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Crazy Confidence Podcast. So glad you're here. And I hope you're doing well wherever you are. And yeah, just like I'm checking in with you guys. It's been crazy. Obviously, we're still in weird times, unprecedented, as they say, (laughs) unprecedented times with the pandemic and things just looking totally different. So just want to check in with y'all and, you know, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at underscore Nikki Wilson. That's N-I-C-K-I Wilson underscore. You can shoot me DMs. I, I like people to communicate with me. I don't think it's weird unless you send me weird photos then I don't like that. But, you know, talking to me is really normal. I think that's part of the beauty of social media. You can also email me Nikki at Nikki-Wilson.com. Love to get emails too. So anyway, just checking in on y'all. I know everything feels very unprecedented. And I know even for me, I'm feeling like no creative mojo and it'll come in spurts (laughs) where I'm like, okay, I'm feeling creative. I'm feeling energetic to to, you know, do a podcast or do some kind of outlet like that. So, you know, I'm totally understanding if that's how you feel too. And I would just encourage you to give yourself grace if you're feeling, you know, non-creative or just enough energy to get through the work day and make a little dinner or pick up a little Chick-fil-A on the way home. And, and that's it. Like, that's all right. You guys We're we're all feeling different. I mean, I have so many friendships that feel the same. I have a lot of friends who are, you know, I would say typically go-getters who are just feeling very like paused. And then I also have friends who are killing it and feeling better than ever and their businesses are knocking it out of the park and and good for all of that too. I mean, we have to celebrate the goods with the with the not so good. So, I mean, I think everybody's in a different place and I'm just checking in with y'all. See how you doing. See how you doing. Okay. Switching gears, you know, I I love to create content around things that you guys want. And so I've gotten some feedback lately just about like, hey, Nick, what about boys and body image? What about how the guys feel? And what about how my son feels? I don't think that it's the same as the way girls struggle, but, you know, there is something there. And I totally agree. First of all, I have a son. He's almost 14. And he has many friends and, you know, they're, they're becoming teenagers and I've seen the boys have body issues in different ways than girls. So I don't think it's necessarily the same, but I think some of the stuff is the same. And so I do want to talk about that today, just boys and body image and, and how can we encourage good body image for them and, 
how do our body images affect their lives? Because I know I always harp a lot on moms being like the frontline defense for the way daughters are going to feel about their bodies. I mean, to be honest, I, I feel the same way about like, be as equally as good of an example to your son. I mean, obviously for him too, but I think he's going to be impacted more on the way he chooses a a spouse or a girlfriend. Like, I mean, that, those kind of things matter, right? I, I mean, to be honest with you, I know this may sound harsh and I don't know how else to say it, but I would rather my son date or marry and or marry a girl who has a healthy body image than a girl who doesn't. And I know we're all working through things. I know that. I know. But I just think it like frees up a lot of relationship weirdness where he's not having to totally validate her at all times in the way she looks. That's just the way I feel. I really want him to date a girl who's confident in her body, knowing we all have issues and struggles and we go through bumps in the road. But I mean, that's why I'm here to kind of help people not have to do that. And so, yeah, I do want my son to pursue someone who, who feels healthy and who they are and accepting and who they are. And I mean, large, small, it doesn't really matter to me as long as they're totally confident in, or working towards being confident most of the time. Does that make sense? I know that sounds really harsh, but that, that is what it is. It's the way I feel. So I have noticed, and, and I want to talk about this in terms of boys and body image. You know, girls, I think people are kind of catching on societally like, hey, let's not talk about their size. Let's not ostracize them in public. I think we're doing a really good job. I do think we have a long way to go for boys. And really like a sub note to that is, is I think we don't always validate that it even bothers boys to talk about body. And you know, when I see it a lot, I see this so much. And, and as a woman, I think I often miss, oh, hey, this is kind of, I don't want to say it's humiliating, but it could potentially be humiliating. So one of the things that I think really just a value to men in our society, I don't know why it is, I'm sure it's different in other cultures or societies around the world, but in American society, we really value size. And I mean, being tall and big and strong for men. And so I will say, I do note a lot of times dads being like, hey, is he bigger than you yet? He's bigger than you. Or like a little brother being getting bigger than than the bigger, the older brother. And you know, just like the, throwing it out like it's nothing, like it's not going to affect them at all. And I do think that it actually um, does have a big effect on them. And so I just want to talk about that. And and really, that is just something we have to do better being mindful of. And the other place I think I see it a lot is in athletics. You know, again, it all goes back to we value big strong, fast, muscular, you know, those things like whereas women, we value small, tiny, skinny. That's kind of what we move towards or, or a, you know, somebody with a really 
skinny, flat stomach and a, and a bigger booty and curves. We kind of value that in this decade. It's kind of more like you need to be skinny and curvy. Hello? Can you? <laughs> you know, like, I'm sorry, everybody needs to be jello. That You know, and that's just an ideal. And I think for men, you know, obviously it's like everybody needs to be LeBron or Tom Brady. You know, somebody who's just... And an athlete whose physique is is a certain way, and I and I do think it it probably affects boys more than we know or see. And and I did have a couple moms who DM'd me just like who have boys who are athletic but in larger bodies, and they kind of asked me my suggestions for when people make comments. And so I do want to talk a little bit about that. Because I think, you know, in our culture, same with girls, you know, I'm a big health at every size advocate, but I think we tend to equate people in larger bodies with being lazy and, you know, eating junk food all day, which might be the case, but it might not be. Also, there are many, many athletes, um, especially, well, not especially men and women who are, who are phenomenal athletes who just are in a larger body and tend to be able to serve on a team role in some way because of that body. But I think as a shot, you know, an O-lineman is meant to be a very, very, very large man to protect his quarterback, you know? And so they are very, very, like the largest tall very large men. (laughs) And, you know, I think that's hard to understand as a child when people are, you know, telling them they need to work out more or maybe don't eat that, watch your diet, whatever. But, you know, they really truly, they are athletes. They're in a larger body. So I do want to address that because I did have a couple of people DM me and say their sons have been called big boy, you know, we call you the beast or whatever. And they're meaning it kind of tongue in cheek and kind of complimentary, but the kids don't know how to take that. You know, these are nine, 10, 11 year old boys and they don't really know how to handle the vernacular. So I just want to address, you know, you cannot control other people's comments. You can confront them if you feel led to. I have, I've talked about that just like, Hey, you can correct people for saying that if it makes your child uncomfortable. Not everybody's going to feel comfortable correcting people, but, you know, I think advocating for your child is huge. And I think having the conversation, one, is always starts with asking them how they feel. You know, when I heard coach so-and-so call you big boy, how did that make you feel? Like, how are you feeling? And, you know, you can give context around it and they may not care with it, but if they do, you know, I think it's important to just advocate and maybe just speak to the coach and say, Hey, you know, he doesn't really like that or respond to that kind of language. So maybe can you just pump the brakes on calling him big boy, you know, and it does ostracize a little bit, um, (laughs) the way they, see themselves, especially if they're a boy in a larger body. And, you know, same thing goes for boys in smaller bodies. I really think it's important to have a lot of sensitivity around the fact that they're smaller. And the same thing, Mama Bear, I want you to, you know, decipher how that makes them feel and be able to advocate in the way you see fit 
for other people. Okay. The second thing I'm going to talk about is just expectations for boys and their body. Because listen, (laughs) there's just so much genetically that goes into this, isn't it? Same thing for girls. Like I know moms want to protect their daughters a lot of time from the harshness of our culture because our culture just values thinness so much that they don't want their daughter to feel any pain from being in a larger body or even a normal, you know, like, I, I mean, I know some moms who just really <laughs> do some crazy talking to people who have really normal bodies. Um, but just, you know, food restriction and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I just want to talk about expectations too for boys, because it's the same thing, you guys, like genetics are a big deal. And Maybe the boy will grow tall and strong and big. Maybe he won't. So I think there's a lot of introspection that needs to be done as you as a parent for, is it a hope expectation that he'll turn out a certain way? And maybe you can already see that he's not going to turn out in a physique sense where you think he ought So a lot of that is just, you know, expectation management for you in in how your boy is going to turn out. And then thirdly, um, boys and body image. I, I want to encourage movement and not push for a certain outcome. Because I always say, you know, if if a child's in a larger body, and I know we want kids to be healthy, quote unquote, you guys know I hate the word health and healthy because it's so subjective. <laughs> there really, it feels like it should be objective, but it's not. And we just value thin, we value fit and all the things. But I want you to encourage them to be in some sort of exercise and movement without pushing or punishing them. I do think children, especially these days, which makes me feel like such an old lady, (laughs) they do tend to be on their devices. I see kids. This one kills me when they're all just sitting around in a circle or they're somewhere and they're all on their phones. You're like, no, 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 boo-boo, put it away. I think there is a propensity for them to be less active because they are on their phone or their devices or whatever. So I would encourage them to have some sort of movement every day and not make it punitive. So just kind of keeping up with, you know, our, one of my big things for my kids, because it is, it's about movement, yes, and exercise, yes, but also energy um, expenditure. I'm like, everybody needs to go outside and jump on the trampoline for 15 minutes. Everybody, including me sometimes, like we need to go out and expend this energy, this bad mood, you know, this wompiness. We're going to go outside and jump on the trampoline for 15 minutes. So I really kind of just do these like micro increments of, of activity for my kids when they're home and my kids play sports. So I feel like they get a good deal of, um, you know, training and running and, you know, according to their skill, but they also just need like play, like joyful movement in play. And so I do encourage that 
every day they're doing little increments. You know, I'm like, okay, go out and ride your bike in the driveway where we're, we always jump on the trampoline. It's a big one. Um, go shoot hoops for the next 10 minutes. Don't come in and talk to me until, until you're done, you know, but just encouraging play and making them do it. Like, I mean, I know a lot of times kids don't want to do the activity, but sometimes it really is a simple mood booster to just get them out, get some energy going and make it encouraging. I know I probably made it sound punitive, <laughs> but I promise I don't. I make it sound like, hey, it's time. Everybody go jump on the trampoline. So I just think encouraging movement, especially guys, you know, like if if your mind is not at ease that your child's in a larger body, I'm, I just want to tell you that just might be their lot in life, but you can still encourage movement. Okay. You can still give them vegetables and like better things to eat. I don't think you need to restrict their diet or put them on a diet. Like you can kind of encourage that behavior and then just lower your expectations for them. And I know that's really difficult to do, but, um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's something that has to be done because, you know, sometimes our expectations are just way too high of our kids and what they should look like or how they should perform or whatever it is. Like, you know, um, we've got to just kind of pull back the reins on that a little bit. Okay. All right. So make sure, you know, in terms advocating for your boys, if you feel like there's terminology around their size confront that at the level you see necessary because you are their advocate. And then also still be a good role model for them in terms of how you view your body because it will directly or indirectly impact them in themselves or who they choose to be with in a romantic relationship. And I think it's good to look for healthy things. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting your children to be with people who have self-confidence in any area of life, really. And then encourage movement for them without forcing it or making it super punitive. You know, just think that's really important. And also another thing, you guys, like, I know... I've seen just people's disappointment when, you know, their child isn't the athlete. I think that's probably like the thing for boys is like the athlete, you know, and listen, if he's not into athletics, be on his team, um, something he is in love with. If it's music, if it's band and he plays the tuba, be his biggest tuba fan. Go to the games he plays at or the concerts that he plays in with the tuba. Like we have this ideal image, I think, of this, you know, all-American son. And we have it for girls in, in a lot of ways too. I think girls can kind of not get away with is the wrong word, but just like they are, it's, we're more conditioned to like, oh, and she loves this and this. I think it's really hard for a lot of parents to, you know, accept, well, maybe my kid just isn't going to play sports. Then what? Well, find something together that he enjoys. I mean, I have plenty of friends, like I said, who like band becomes their big, big fan thing. Or if it's, they're really good at like creating YouTube videos, like get into that with them. 
make it something that's not necessarily all about body. Like if they're really talented at like YouTube and like video creation, get into that with them. Be the part, be a part of that life with them. If it's maybe it's mountain biking or something that's like kind of, I kind of also just found that there's some kind of league or or things for everybody who has different interests. So just become their biggest fan in that area. Support them. And if it's harder for a husband to kind of come on board with more like, you know, outside of the box things, just you know, have those hard conversations with your husband. Like, let's get on board. Let's watch him make these cool YouTube videos or play this instrument or, you know, whatever it is. I think it's just really important to normalize things that they enjoy and not be disappointed that they don't enjoy something else. I think boys are very sensitive to that. So anyway, I hope that helps. If you guys have any comments, questions, more in-depth questions about boys and body image, I would love to hear. I don't ever want to think that boys are excluded from this conversation or this issue. And you know, I think boys benefit from body neutral language just as much as girls do just as much as girls do just body neutral you know food neutrality food is not good and bad there's no good or bad body we just are the body type we are and we want to take care of our vessel it's not about weight loss it's not about strength it's just about taking care of your vessel so you know really neutralizing words that are really hypersensitive about body, I think is a great thing too. So I'd love to hear more from you. If you have questions or want to talk more about it, like I said, you can email me Nikki N-I-C-K-I at Nikki-Wilson.com or you can go over to Instagram and DM me. Um, please leave a review. I love, I need more reviews. I haven't been the most consistent podcaster, but I do love reviews. They're very motivating. So leave a review and subscribe as always working on getting you guys a lot of new episodes. So thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you later.